This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. After meeting Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and his war cabinet today, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken gave a speech calling on them to take greater steps to protect civilians and allow more aid into Gaza. NPR's Lauren Frey reports from Tel Aviv. Secretary of State Antony Blinken accused Hamas of hiding in and firing from schools and hospitals in Gaza. But that doesn't absolve Israel, he said. The daily toll on civilians in Gaza, particularly on children, is far too high. Speaking to reporters in Tel Aviv, Blinken said Israel has agreed to allow a United Nations team to assess how displaced Gazans can return to their homes. He said the U.S. rejects any proposal to resettle them outside of the Strip, something far-right members of Israel's governing coalition have called for. Blinken also called an international genocide lawsuit against Israel meritless and said Arab countries will only invest in reconstruction if there's a pathway to a Palestinian state. Lauren Freyer, NPR News. Tel Aviv. After days of silence about what led up to his hospitalization, doctors say Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was being treated for prostate cancer, which led to complications. Doctors at Walter Reed National Medical Center in the White House confirming the 70-year-old Austin developed a urinary tract infection following a medical procedure and had to be taken back to the hospital. Apparently, Austin's hospitalization was kept from the White House and the president for days, though President Biden said he retains faith in Austin. In Tallahassee, Florida Governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis delivered his State of the State address today. NPR's Greg Allen reports he had a few more proposals and mostly focused on past accomplishments. DeSantis issued a state of emergency for 49 counties in Florida because of the threat of a storm system with high winds and tornadoes. The state capitol was open, though, for the start of the 2024 legislative session. In his address to lawmakers, DeSantis said by extending vouchers to all students, Florida enacted the nation's largest expansion of school choice. He also said a parent's Bill of Rights protected children from what he called indoctrination and sexualized curriculum in the schools. The state of our state is strong. Let's keep doing what works. Let's continue to make Florida the envy of the nation. After his speech, DeSantis returned to Iowa. He's hoping a strong finish in next week's caucuses can keep alive his bid for the Republican presidential nomination. Greg Allen, NPR News, Miami. Former President Donald Trump took time off from the campaign trail to appear in court today, though he was not required to be there. Trump's lawyers arguing before a federal appeals court about the concept of presidential immunity, which Trump's lawyers have hoped to use in terms of a defense against charges he sought to overturn the 2020 election. The three-judge federal appeals panel, however, appeared skeptical of the argument during today's hearing. Stocks slipped, giving back some of their gains from the start of the week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 150. 57 points. The Nasdaq was up 13 points. This is NPR. The editor of the Los Angeles Times will be stepping down at the end of this week. That's after just two and a half years on the job. NPR's David Folkenflik reports the owner of the financially struggling paper indicated it needed fresh approaches to draw new audiences. Kevin Merida joined the Los Angeles Times in the summer of 2021. He had a charge to modernize the paper, to diversify it, and to power it journalistically. Merida had made his mark as a top reporter and editor at the Washington Post and then led ESPN's site The Undefeated. The LA Times has won three Pulitzer Prizes during his tenure. 
billionaire inventor and investor Patrick Soonshong bought the paper in 2018. He rebuilt its newsroom after years of deep cuts. Last year, however, the Los Angeles Times laid off 13% of its staff. Soonshong says in a memo that the LA Times must be the dominant source of information and reporting on LA, California, and the West. But he stressed it must be a sustainable business. The paper is to be led, for now, by a team of top editors. David Folkenflik, NPR News. There'll be no flights to the moon until next year, and any actual landings on the moon's surface will be pushed back a few years beyond that. That's the word from NASA today, which announced the latest round of delays in its Artemis moon landing program. The news came barely an hour after a private U.S. company announced it was abandoning its own attempt to land on the moon because of a fuel leak in its unmanned spacecraft. Plans had called for four astronauts to orbit the moon later this year. Crude oil futures prices clawed back some of their losses from earlier in the week. Benchmark crude rose a dollar and forty-seven cents a barrel to end the session at seventy-two twenty-four a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.